the greatest hits ever made, played by legendary top 40 personalities, Steve Taylor, Ted Randall, Grant Hudson, Big Jim Edwards, and I'm Jeff Lawrence, welcoming you to the world of international broadcasting. Sending out the greatest hits ever made on shortwave, WTWW. Welcome to the Digicom Cafe, located at the intersection of faith and technology. We hope you enjoy your cafe experience where we cater to your digital and spiritual appetites and build interest in the amateur radio hobby, one story at a time. Please stand by as we get ready to launch this episode of Radio on the Rocks. You are about to listen to a Radio on the Rocks cafe cast with your host, Denny J, K5DCC, in the Digicom Cafe Communications Network. Enjoy Denny's reality radio activities of the day, including cafe news and updates, on-air contacts on satellites, and conversations on a myriad of RF and digital communications platforms, including guest interviews of amateur radio operators from around the world. So, pull up a chair, enjoy some cafe on ice, and fill up your glass with some radio on the rocks. Good morning. It's Wednesday, October 30th, 2019, here in the Digicom Cafe. I'm your radioactive host, Denny J, K5DCC, for another episode of Reality Radio. I hope you follow around uh, with me today. We'll see what we can uh, do in the amateur radio world. I don't think satellite's going to be one of them, though. It is uh, raining and cold. It's 39 degrees out there today. <clears throat> you can tell by the junk in my throat that <laughs> the weather from yesterday kind of took its toll on me after standing out there for three passes of satellites and the cold and wind and a little bit of drizzle then, too. Anyway, uh, we're going to mess around here in the shack probably today. HF is not the best of shape. Looks like all the bands are pretty poor. Although FT8 will always work, no matter what conditions are, it seems. So we'll play around with that. I'm also going to mess around with some digital stuff today. In fact, right now I've got my All-Star node connected to the Hubnet UK. I'm monitoring it on my SIP phone. That's connected to my Hamshack hotline extension, 94005. If you guys like uh, to mess around with some of this digital stuff, you may consider getting yourself an inexpensive SIP phone. I've got the Cisco 303, cost me maybe 40 bucks on uh, Amazon. And uh, we've got that connected uh, to my All-Star Note here. So with that phone, I can monitor my simplex repeater, or I could just use a radio. I can also use a ground wire on my iPhone when I'm traveling and connect to it and listen to my repeater, communicate through it from any location in the world. And I invite you guys to uh, join us. Uh, just dial up 94005 if you have a Hamshack Hotline account. If you don't, uh, it's time to go to hamshackhotline.com and uh, join us. There's hundreds of hams from all over the world that are part of this uh, fabulous network. So I'm going to go get myself a cup of coffee. I'll be back. Let's see what this day brings. Okay, I'm back with my coffee. And while I was sitting here sipping my coffee, I was connected to the Hubnet UK on my All-Star node. And uh, I was listening to a conversation between my friends Peter and Stuart. And so uh, I gave Stuart a call 
M0WTX. And uh, we talked to, to each other yesterday, and he's getting ready for a presentation at his club about digital bridging and communications. Uh, the Hubnet, by the way, is one of the largest bridge networks in the world, predominantly all-star, connected to actual repeaters. It's real RF. As he says in this uh, conversation, 150 repeaters. So uh, anyway, I thought, let's take advantage of this. And I uh, turned on the recorder on my Apple Watch as kind of an experiment to see how well that would record live conversations here for my reality radio. So let's uh, jump in, uh, jump into the QSO. I didn't get it right from the beginning, but uh, the topic was such that I thought, hey, this would be great for one of our segments here. So uh, we'll be kind of coming in in the middle of a conversation. But uh, Stuart, you did a great job. Thank you. And I hope your presentation goes well tonight. Stand by. That sounds exciting. Do you do a lot of that kind of stuff, presenting at uh, clubs and classes and stuff, teaching digital communications? I'm always going to say I'm a virgin. <laughs> I'm sort of, I've been asked to do it at the radio club, and I thought, well, it'll be useful for other people to experience um, what we all know, what digital sounds like, and how it all works. So I'm sort of doing it for my radio club, and if it works well, then. I mean, Steve and I used to go around doing the Hubnet um, <coughs> sort of uh, all-star talk years ago. Uh, but this is uh, really to give everybody an idea that it doesn't matter how or what you've got radio-wise, you can still get into the same systems and uh, talk to each other. It was, a, it was a belief that we could do this five years ago, that somebody on a D-Star radio could talk to somebody on Fusion on a DMR radio, on an analog radio, on a phone, on echo link, can all be done now. So the the, uh, the dream is now uh, a reality. Uh, back to you, Daddy. <coughs> yes, it certainly is, isn't it? I don't know if you've heard about the uh, DV switch server yet, but that is really cool. You don't even need any of those radios. I've got a Raspberry Pi here set up with the DV switch server running, and I've got my RT4. Uh, got an account set up to connect to it and with that I can connect to DMR, any network, D-Star, Fusion, P25 and NXDN uh, from anywhere I go without a hotspot. So how do you find the reception to all this digital stuff by most of the hams in your club? Uh, are they getting on board with it or do they uh, fall into the same argument that that's not real radio so we're not going to do that or what, what it's, what's it like over there in the UK now? Sound great, but 
it's usually Bavin and Bad Ale, you know, so whatever you put in there comes out the same. Uh, and if it's bad, it can sound really bad on either side. So it's it's more to sort of show them that uh, it can sound good. Um, um, and hopefully uh, people aren't too put off by it. Uh, it's the convenience factor of it, more than anything. Uh, we've got a few from DMR and All-Star FM repeater here in Northwich, so most people are in earshot of, of three different modes there. One they've already, already got, for sure, FM. Uh, and the other two they don't really know about, so it's, it's more opening the, uh, the doors and showing people what uh, and how it works uh, with the radio and uh, some slides and talking through it. But, uh, yeah, hopefully it'll go well. Um, doing that in about uh, six hours' time. So, uh, just just put some last bits together on the uh, slideshow. Uh, but you, Danny. All right, Stuart. Well, I noticed that you're waiting uh, like four seconds or so between overs here, too, and I suppose that's because uh, that's your network has got all the bridging going on, too. I took mine down, actually. <clears throat> I found that a lot of people don't care for the bridging. They don't like to uh, have the weights. They don't like sometimes the different audio qualities that come across. And uh, they much rather go to Zello or some of the VoIP systems as uh, standalone applications. So, But I did it now for the last year, and I had a lot of help from my, my friends, uh, John N1PCE out in uh, New Hampshire. Uh, he was bridging our uh, Zello channel to... Uh, uh, the all-star node and we had uh, the guys from the alabama link they provided our d-star reflector and and they bridged it to our system through their dmr uh crosslink server and i mean we just had all kinds of stuff going on but it wasn't really appreciated as much as uh, i was hoping uh, so i just took it down last sunday uh, i just uh, destroyed the server on in the cloud and uh, came back to simplicity just using my all-star node here we do have echo link and my d-star and dmr uh, digicom cafe groups are still bridged but uh, we're we're kind of uh, pulling back a little bit downsizing and making it simple for everybody but yeah it can be done and the technology just keeps on pushing forward and things keep on changing uh, and of course now with this dv switch server it makes it very easy for uh, people to do it without a radio just use their phone or network radio and it works really well <clears throat> well that's neat that you're doing uh, presentations i know you're going to do a fabulous job and the people will be very interested and fascinated by the presentation i'm sure yeah, thanks danny well i can only speak from the heart because that's all i can do i mean i'm passionate about it so obviously uh, that comes across uh, and the, hopefully the excitement rubs off on a few people um yeah, well, Zello, we, we did have uh, a brief moment of Zello on Hubnet. Um, and uh, it was sort of not frowned upon, but uh, realised that it sort of undermines the problem with amateur radio. It's going so sort of uh, point to point, well, not point to point, off air. And I think it's important to keep things on air. Um, so it's easier. I mean, everybody could be listening to us now on Hackgreet, on the web SDR, uh, over at the uh, site, the, new, uh, the uh, secret bunker, <laughs> over uh, towards Stoke Direction, uh, and on Twitch, and that, that effectively is a receiver that anybody can listen to, radio ham or not, uh, and enjoy what's going on. And of course, as soon as you go into a, a room that's uh, not being broadcast anywhere, 
or listenable anywhere without being a radio ham. Uh, or I know you can have listen-only cello rooms and all that. Um, but we just decided against it. Or I didn't personally, but, you know, the heads that be, um, for the right reasons, I think, um, keep the bands uh, um, pumping out some actual uh, real RF into the airways, uh, which I'm trying to do here on the repeaters. And people do like it, you know, there's lots of use from it. Uh, and it means they don't need anything other than a handheld as equipment. Yeah, very good. Well, you guys keep growing and uh, updating your system all the time. What's the latest on the uh, M0HOY hubnet uh, system? How many repeaters and how many different modes have you got on it? Over. That's pretty cool. Well, it's mostly all over the UK, correct? And uh, what's the general feeling over there about uh, other people from outside the UK coming in and using the system? Uh, would they pretty much rather keep it uh, just over there, or are we very welcome to join you? M0WTX, K5DCC for ID. 
Well, that's uh, very impressive. Um, I shut mine down, and uh, I want to help promote others rather than, you know, make it uh, thinned out so much. So I'm going to probably do some uh, more promotion of your system over there, the M0HOY Hubnet system, through some of my efforts here with my podcast. In fact, I am recording this for my uh, second Reality Radio Cafe cast. I just started uh, yesterday. Uh, I'm just going to track my activities through the day, record whatever I'm doing, whether it's satellites or uh, a net on uh, All Star or whatever, and uh, just put them in in segments and then uh, post it at the end of the day as a podcast here in the Digicom Cafe to help build interest in amateur radio and, and any of the specific things that others are doing. So um, this is being recorded right now, just so you know. I know you won't mind, but uh, uh, you're so fluent and, and so good at describing things. You might want to tell people uh, how can they get involved in HubNet, UK HubNet, or HubNet UK. What do they call it now? It used to be one, and now it's the other. Sometimes I get confused. I think it's HubNet UK. <clears throat> but anyway... Um, uh, what nodes, uh, what DMR talk groups, what uh, reflectors can people connect to your system through? I'm sorry, yes, yes. <laughs> I know about being recorded. Yeah, thanks, Danny. Um, I'm not the guru on all the uh, digital nodes. Uh, certainly DMR is talk group 23526. Uh, the Fusion um, has a YSF reflector room, uh, which is called Hubner. And it has a wires X uh, connection as well, uh, which again I believe is called Hubnet, but there may be a number there that I'm not sure of. Uh, maybe Peter can chirp in there if he's still listening. And there's also uh, the uh, D Star uh, input, but I'm not again because I don't use D Star. Sure, what the numbers are there. Um, obviously, Echo Link is M0HOY. Uh, and hubnetwork.uk uh, is the web address. So all the information is probably on there. That's probably the place to look, uh, Danny. How about you? Oh, I'm also recording it as well. <laughs> I'm going to probably drop <laughs> this recording into the, uh, the show tonight or some of it anyway. How about you? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, both of us being photographers, too, it's like me taking a picture of you taking a picture of me. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Well, it should be interesting uh, for your audience and at your club tonight, and uh, you've done a very good job explaining things here for me for this episode or this segment in my Reality Radio Cafe cast here. Uh, I sure appreciate it and appreciate Peter and Stephen and all the people over there that uh, have kind of led the way, really, in a lot of this digital technology. Uh, you've been kind of ahead of the game for uh, a while. Uh, the U.S., of course, is, is catching up uh, quite readily. And we have a lot of different groups, but uh, it is it sure is fun. HF is really horrible shape today, except for digital modes like FT8. Uh, that's always working, no matter what band conditions are like, it seems like. And uh, it's nice to be able to just drop in on you guys uh, using my All-Star node and uh, my SIP phone or whatever device I want to use. And now with these other different uh, digital modes, we can connect with you too. So I'll let you go. I know you're preparing for tonight. Thanks for your time and uh, for the information. Uh, appreciate it. M0WTX, Stuart in the UK, K5DCC. Yeah, I'll reiterate that in my head, K5DCC. <laughs> I can't get the KD5DLJ out of my head. Uh, no worries, uh, Daddy, yeah, 
or same time in uh, two days to have a chat. So uh, thanks for, for popping in again. And uh, yeah, hopefully the recording is useful to somebody. Uh, but I think the Brits are fairly welcoming to the Americans uh, or anybody uh, outside the, uh, the UK. So uh, it's uh, quite a relaxed network, really. So I'm sure they'll enjoy the chat on here. There's quite a few Americans. Well, you spoke to one yesterday, I think. That was an 18-wheeler trucker that was uh, calling in on the system after I uh, spoke to you. Anyway, yeah, it was Clay, wasn't it? I uh, can't remember his call sign. 73, Denny. Uh, take care. M0 WTX. Back to monitoring. On Hubnet. Okay, Stuart, thank you very much, and uh, I'll check in with you tomorrow and find out how your presentation went, uh, see how many uh, converts you get. <laughs> anyway, 73, uh, God bless, we'll talk to you again soon. M0WTX, K5DCC. The rain stopped here, so I've decided to go ahead and work AO91 at uh, 17... 29 17 yeah about 1729 UTC on October 30th 2019 acquisition of signal in uh, about 25 seconds and again I'm using a uh, UV82 two of them channel mode 6 seconds K5DCC 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 KP3 Alpha, K5DCC, good to see you again. You're 5-9 uh, here, Echo Mike 36. K5DCC. Whiskey 5 station, this is Kilo 5 DCC.
MP4 RA, K5 DCC. Whiskey Bravo 5, something X-ray, this is K5 DCC. Whiskey Bravo 5, Delta X-ray, QSL, Echo Mike 36. Whiskey Bravo 5, Delta X-ray, QSL, K5 DCC, Echo Mike 36. K9II, K5DCC. November Delta Zero, Charlie, no. Three, Charlie, Romeo Tango. November 20. K9II, K5DCC, Echo Mike 36. K5 DCC, Echo Mike 36. K5 DCC. K9 II, K5 DCC, Echo Mike 36. K9 DCC, K8 Echo Mary 7. QSL, QSL, K5 DCC, Echo Mike 36. Sierra Quebec, K5 DCC, Echo Mike 36.
N5 LAX, K5 DCC, Echo Mike 36. Remember Delta Zero Charlie and Echo Nancy 04, QSL. Uh, I believe that was the X from the EN 04, thank you. K5 LAX, K5 DCC. X-ray 5 Tango, K5 DCC. WX5T, K5 DCC. WX5T, K5 DCC, good morning. to James WX5T K5DCC WX5T K5DCC I got you James Well, that was about it for this one. I think I got some uh, good contacts there. All right, this is uh, pass two of AO91 with an elevation of only eight degrees. So uh, I thought I'd give it a try and see how well this aero antenna works. And lo and behold, I got a couple contacts. 20 seconds. Radar, ready to go.
Thank you. that was fun you know it's been a busy day here so far and uh, had a good interview and a second interview came in this afternoon very interesting one with uh, a fellow from voice flow his name is mark hurley and he's uh, new to the company and he's coming up with an interesting platform for uh, featuring some of the uh, skills that have been created on the voice flow app or the voice flow platform and so uh I got an email from him the other day and uh, he asked if I'd be interested in having a little talk and discussing uh, what we're doing with VoiceFlow, if we're coming up with any new skills, Amazon skills. And uh, so I'd like to bring you into that conversation. I think you might find it quite fascinating. Plus, I think we're going to be partnering together here for our podcast. Uh, I'm going to feature them uh, on a regular basis, uh, maybe get some updates on what they're doing. Uh, have some commercials for them here on our podcast too. So anyway, let's uh, get right into the interview. How did you hear about voice out in the, out in the outside? Well, I'm not even sure. That's been quite a while ago now. I think I stumbled across yeah. something on Facebook probably. You guys were starting to do some Facebook marketing and I tried sure. another one, I think, before you guys, and it was just a little too clunky and cumbersome. It was another voice yeah. type thing. But then I saw voice flow, and I thought, oh, let's give this a shot. And I was wowed. I thought, oh, this is this is a piece of cake. Of course, 
I got in in the beginning stages when you guys were working out bugs and oh, I was yeah. I was having a hard time getting things to work right for me and then they'd change on me and I'd have to interact with the, the staff there quite a bit. But I actually interviewed Andrew for my uh, podcast a long time ago in the early stages. No way. Yeah. Yeah, if you look in my uh, awesome. podcast in the early early month or two there, you'll see his interview in there. What And what did you guys talk about? Well, I was just talking about voice flow and what your goals are and, you know, getting their perspective on things. I mean, you guys are just getting started. Braden was, uh, I think, just starting the team, had a handful of people there. And right. How long have you been with them? A few weeks now. Only a few weeks? A few weeks oh. Yeah, yeah, very new. I'm um, still getting used to the community and what people are working on. That's why this project I feel is important, just to see what what people, how people are actually using the tool. Yeah, so I find that these conversations are really helpful because it gives me some real, <clears throat> some raw insight into how people are actually using VoiceFlow. So you're kind of a marketing like guy then. Uh, yep, marketing and also a developer. I'm building a uh, an app that lets voice users easily um, publish the work that the, the work they're doing the skills they've been working on or the you know Google actions very cool so I'm a bit of a bit of a mix you say you're you're gonna help promote some of the platforms some of the uh, skills and things how are you gonna do that uh, well I'm going to share my screen right now and show you the app I've been building yeah so this is voice voice flow showcase and we want to take the projects people are working on and give them some exposure. So something like your podcast, I think it'd be a great example. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to feature certain projects and, and just create a directory of them. Um, and on each project, um, we're going to have all the links to where it's hosted, whether it be Amazon or Google or even VoiceFlow. And just and just some general information about it as well. Um, so it's a good good place for you to get feedback. Good place for you to market the work you're doing. Um, and we're we're keeping it really simple to start. But one of the issues we're having is we don't really have projects right now to seed it with. So we're hoping we could get your help and members of the community help in actually helping us seed with with great projects. Sure. Um, well, one of my that, one of my mission overview? statements is to uh, help promote others, and so whether it's uh, you know voice flow or people with anybody that's doing anything with digital communications, and uh, of course your platform is all about digital communications, and so uh, yeah, we would love absolutely. to on a regular basis stay in touch with you guys, get updates, and uh, have you featured on our podcast and few you know little dialogue segments and stuff where you can just keep us up to date with what's going on and we'll keep promoting you 100 percent. and uh would you be comfortable um showcasing the podcast on our showcase you bet absolutely i need more exposure too you know so (laughs) and and your voice skill now what are you doing to market it Uh, do you run any sort of advertising or well we have our facebook page or group. Yeah. It's called Digicom Cafe. Digicom Cafe. I've got the uh, website, digicomcafe.com. 
Did you I, send that to me, by the way? Oh, I never I did yet. No, I got busy with yeah, some other things. and That's all right. I'll do you that. I'll send it along with uh, the audio for this. In fact, I'll send you the link to this podcast, and you can listen to the interview. Okay. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in our platform. So. <laughs> Sounds like you're in a busy room there. I am. I am. I'm, I'm uh, about three weeks in working for VoiceFlow. How many, Thanks for uh, having me, by the way. Yeah. How many employees have they got there now? Uh, we're over 10 now. We're, I, I believe we're at 15. Okay. Well, introduce yourself. In- Tell me about yourself and uh, how long you've been there. How'd you get there? What, are your, what is your background? So I'm David, and I got here about three weeks ago. And I'm formerly a, a software developer. And um, always been fascinated with voice. I've built a few Alexa skills my, myself um, from scratch. But after finding out about VoiceFlow, I was pretty blown away with the capabilities of, of their tool. Um, got to know the members of the team really well. And then now I'm, I've, I'm, I've been brought on, an, in a, on a marketing role as well. So I built an app uh, where users can actually submit a project they're working on to, to help get some exposure for that project. We're calling it Voice Flow Showcase. So I'm about three weeks into it, and we're, we've developed the first version. Now we're we're just we're finding those really awesome projects to promote. And I'd I'd love to promote your podcast. So oh, we would love that. <laughs> Hopefully, we can do that. Yeah. yeah. Are we going to be the first one in your uh, showcase? Uh, if you submit it tonight, I think you'll be the first one. Oh, awesome! <laughs> I will be. I'll, I'll be all over that. <laughs> I've talked to about 12 people today. There's been a few, I think about half people just have projects that are unfinished and the other half are just looking to, you know, make sure they're, they're polished it up before they, they, they submit it to the showcase. So, well, uh, I'm um, sure there's, I'm and, sure there's much more comprehensive uh, skills out there. Mine is pretty simple. In fact, I borrowed the, the stuff from someone else that was uh, sharing it in the Facebook community and it was just right. simply to be able to go through a list of podcasts, you know, by giving commands next or previous or whatever. Do you find that a lot of podcasts uh, or do you think a lot of podcasts should be using voice as a way to promote their podcast? Well, it's easy for me. As I mentioned to you earlier, I live out here in the sticks. So uh, slow data sure. makes it hard to do video. And there's a lot of people in our genre of amateur radio that are doing video and doing it great. Uh, but I just can't handle all that data trying to upload video and stuff. So I've chosen to stick with radio. After all, that's what we're about is radio, amateur radio. My audience right. is a targeted audience of amateur radio operators. Plus, through our Facebook group, we're exposing a lot of non-licensed people to what we're doing in the hobby. And that's my mission is to reach young people for the hobby and to uh, build interest in it. And so my podcast is really suitable for anybody who's interested in technology, particularly voice technology. I think that's great. I think it's such a, it's going to be such a booming industry soon. It's so young. Yeah. There's so much potential. Well, so, voice flow uh, is on the ground here. floor of all that too, and making it simple for people to create a skill. People don't realize how easy it can be. And your platform is uh, the easiest thing I've found. So how long do you think it took to build the the skill you've developed? Oh, probably a couple of days. Just doing a little research and throwing it up. 
but like I say, we had a little headaches in the beginning because you guys are just getting started and putting together the the software behind it, and and uh, it, I'm sure it was a massive project. I understand the whole background and how Voicelo got started using it as a tool for their own skills in storytelling. Right. So that was fascinating. So I was glad to be a part of the ground floor. Yeah, well, I, you know what? We're we're happy that you've uh, you've, you've you know you've gone on this journey with us. And and what's next for? Are you going to continue adding on to that skill, or do you plan on making more? Well, at this point, no. I'm I'm really just working hard at building this podcast, and your your platform just makes it easy for me to open it up to people that maybe don't even have a computer or smartphone. They can just get a twenty dollar Amazon Echo Dot and uh, simply enable the skill and listen to other working in the house or in the garage or in the ham shack. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it's amazing how cheap they're they're making those devices, eh? Um, what what do you do to market and promote your your podcast? I, I know you have a Facebook group. Are you doing anything outside of that? Well, my Facebook account, my main one, is also marketed according to this old Digicom Cafe theme. My masthead okay. and um, even my call sign. I just got a, got a new ham radio call sign. I changed over as I upgraded to an extra class. That's the highest level of licensing in the U.S. But my call sign is K5DCC Digicom Cafe. So even oh, my call nice. sign helps market it, and everything about me on social media, my Twitter account, Instagram, Facebook, website, you name it, is sure. all centered around that that concept, that uh, that paradigm, if you will. It's just basically my my way of expressing my experience in amateur radio in a way that'll make it a little bit more attractive to people. You know, a lot right. of people, you start talking some of the technology stuff, and they just roll their eyes in the back of their head, but... Everybody can right. everybody can relate to a cafe, so I thought, right. okay, so what's in a cafe? Well, we have a buffet. You know what a buffet's like? You got all kinds of food. Yeah. You pick what you like and leave the rest. And so we have platforms on a myriad of different digital platforms, and based on what people's interests are, they can join the group there and have fellowship with people around the world. I think that's a great mission. I think that's a great thing you're up to. I think it's I think it's really cool. Plus, I'm about yeah. just helping others. I want it. I see. I see this as a platform for me to do marketing for other people who don't have the skills, the time, or the resources. And so, folks like VoiceFlow, I yeah. would. I would love to do what I can to help promote you without, you know, any charges, any fees. I mean, it's just it's my hobby. It's something I love to sure. do. So I don't charge people for this, and I'm not have trying to be protective of what I'm doing. I, I share. Uh, other people's events and platforms just as freely as I do mine. Have you um, promoted any other Alexa skills you thought was really cool? Uh, not really. I haven't gotten into promoting the skills so much. I haven't used that many. I've been so sure. busy uh, just building my platform that I haven't really researched it, but I sure could. In fact, if you have a like a widget I could put of this particular app that you're running, I will embed it yeah. in my website to expose others to people using your platform to create their skills. I'll keep that in mind. Thanks for the offer. I, uh, and that's one of the things I'm trying to figure out right now is what are the good Alexa skills and who's building them? Um, voice floor or not. And I was hoping you could point me in the right direction. What, <clears throat> what in your opinion is, you know, an Alexa skill that you think we should showcase? 
Well, obviously most people, including myself and my wife, we use it for listening to podcasts or listening to music, and those things are already done. Uh, radio stations, uh, for example, uh, one of my favorites is shortwave station uh, WTWW out of Nashville. I mean, I yeah. like they are a ham-centric shortwave radio station, and uh, they play the 60s music that I grew up on. Right. You know, I'm 67 okay. years old, almost 68, so <laughs> I love listening to them play the old ones. They even have a um, their own little software technology they put together where you can go and it's on my website by the way at digicomcafe.com you can uh, make sure when you send that email over to me I you will. include that link yeah um, and just direct me where to find that because i find that interesting i don't mind music out of the 60s yeah well you can go in there and pick your own it's like a jukebox in the cafe you pick your song and they'll play it and if it's uh, like middle of the day or early morning uh, there's nobody in front of you so you'll probably hear it within one or two songs but in the evenings it gets pretty full but it's sure. it's one that I promote. All my podcasts start out with a commercial for them. Also, it ends with a commercial for Hamtest Online, which is a great resource for people learning the technology and and then studying to take the test. But I would love to even insert a, a voice flow commercial in the middle of mine, like a, a mid roll or something in my podcast. So with that, you'll get a lot of exposure. We wouldn't say no to that. And then would, who actually develops that ad? Is it a voice ad? Is it a? Um... It's a voice ad. You know, I can create it myself, or you guys create it. Um, the ones that I use for uh, Hamtest Online and WTWW are from the the shortwave station. They're professional voice guys, and boy, they do a nice job. If you listen to it on uh, on your Echo devices, there you'll get to hear it. I mean, it's very professional. But I could do my own here too. Maybe just tell my experience of uh, how I'm using it and how people can listen to this podcast and then mention, I created this on VoiceFlow and give a right. credit to you guys with a link or whatever. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. I like where this is going. I'd, I'd love you to kind of break that down for me in an, in an email. Sure. So I could tell the team here. I think, I think people would get really excited about it. Um, but I feel like I'm asking all the questions. I don't know if that's usually how one of your interviews go. I feel like, uh, <laughs> it's a two way like street. I, I feel like I owe you a few questions. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you can ask me if you do. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you've only been there for three weeks, so do you fully understand this platform and what it can do? I mean, why um, why should someone use VoiceFlow in your estimation? I, I got. I'm starting to get a better understanding of it. Um, I think holistically, like a the bigger thing going on is this is this no code trend giving people the tools right to easily start to 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 build um, on top of Alexa I think is a is a really powerful thing just that that, that accessibility is really really important and that and, and people shouldn't be blocked by you know the, the technical challenges involved so we're gonna worry about the technical challenges and allow people to express themselves um, I'm with the tool we've built. So I think that's a really powerful thing we can do. So I've talked to 12 other people like yourself today that are now, you know, it feels like you guys had now have superpowers. Um, and I think that's a, that's a really cool thing that, um, so if we, we, if we continue to get better at that, we're just empowering other people. And I think that's a pretty cool thing. Very good. Yeah. Well, it definitely makes it easy. And if I was uh, trying to create some great big skill that has all kinds of features and stuff, well, I actually do have a couple that kind of are like that, but nothing like some of the 
the things that you as a programmer would make. You understand all those different modules and things that you can use with actually putting in scripts or whatever. I'm just basic. Um, but I think it's a, it's on us to make those, to simplify those things even more so that it's intuitive and you kind of get it right away and not just understand how to use it, but, but why it's important, you know, and and how you can either promote something or make money or, you know, all things we're trying to figure out on our end. Yeah. Music seems to be the big one for most people, I think, or audio of some right. sort. Uh, we have our own album that we uh, made years ago, and we've got that. Okay. We've got a skill for that, too. It's called Family Matters. No way. Yep, and I've got all of uh, the songs and my wife's poetry in there, too. So you just have to ask Alexa to launch or open Family Matters. I like that brand, too. You have to, you'll you have to uh, 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 share that in the email as well okay we will sure do that and uh look forward to seeing this up in your showcase how, how soon is that uh thing going to be launched or is it already out there uh well technically it's online um it's empty right now the shelves are there but there's no product on it okay well make sure <laughs> so you send me the the links to those too and i'll uh, like i say i'll embed that in my website if i can yeah that'd be great will it work um, in an iframe uh yeah, I wouldn't see why not. Some don't, you know. So. If you try and embed some of the bigger websites, they don't allow that, and it'll just come up as a not found or broken link. It won't uh, won't allow you to embed it in a website. We can work on that together. We'll we'll figure out a way to to make it work. If not, I'm sure just a link would suffice. Yeah. Um. But let me think about that. That's uh, either way. Yeah, if you want to do something, it's just. Well, let me think about it. Okay. Um, that's a great idea. And if you don't mind, I'll go ahead and put together a little commercial for VoiceFlow and let you approve Please it. Do. And uh, we'll uh, insert it in our podcast. Please do. Okay. And, uh, and then uh, and I'd be happy to showcase any of the work you're working on. When when you send that email over, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll send a quick email back with a link to the showcase and just some, just some quick instructions on, on how to submit a project. Okay. Sounds good. Well, I know your email said 15-minute interview. You probably have another one right behind me, huh? I got one coming up in the next five minutes I'm going to prep for. Okay. I will <laughs> let you go then, but thanks, David. Hey, you know what? It was a great chat. I appreciate the time. Okay. And uh, well, I look forward to your email. All right. I'll send it right away. All right. Awesome. All right. Chat soon. Yep. Bye-bye. Thank you. Well, I hope you found that interesting. And if you enjoyed this Cafe Cast, uh, you can listen to this on your Amazon devices. Amazon Echo Dot is what we've got here. By simply asking Alexa, play Radio on the Rocks. Of course, it's going here in the background. Let's see if she responds. You can uh, see what we're talking about. And there you go. Alexa, cancel. <laughs> so you can see, it's very easy to listen to this cafe cast using your Amazon uh, devices. So uh, I, I really love what they're doing. They make it very easy to create Thank your you own. Listening to Radio on the Rocks Cafe Cast. Yes. Please leave a five-star rating. Oh yes, please do leave a five-star rating. 
Thank, back again soon for more thank you. I don't know if you can hear that in the background or not, but uh, there she is working away. So I want to thank uh, the folks at uh, VoiceFlow for making a platform that is just drop dead simple to uh, use and to create your own Alexa skills. Alexa, never mind. <laughs> so. Uh, I was also. Uh, Thank you for listening to radio. On yes, the I know Cafe it. Let Pass. me turn you down. Please leave a five-star rating and review. Anyway, I was also uh, asked to be a guest on uh, a net that meets every Wednesday on the International Radio Network. Uh, they call it the Coffee Net, and so uh, they wanted me to share some things on technology, which uh, I will add right now. You can. I won't do the whole net because the whole net lasts about two hours. But uh, let me add just uh, my segment, which kind of explains some of the things that I've been doing. But you'll also get exposed to a little bit of the uh, uh, atmosphere for the coffee net on the International Radio Network. Eight WR Radio One, Chris. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to all those on the net. And again, thanks for taking it out there for me. I am on the campaign trail at present. I'm supposed to be here for the next half an hour. And after that, I have a meeting with the minister. Hence my absence. So please forgive me, guys, uh, this afternoon. As I did mention before, it is election season here in Trinidad and Tobago. So although it's just a local election, um, I'm a campaign manager. And I have my troops on the field. So that's what I'm doing presently. Trying to make sure, yes, that's today. I had no choice but to do exactly this simply because uh, I have to meet with the minister in a little bit from now. So, thank you so much. And, um, Chris, I'm going to try to listen as much as I can. And um, while I walk and talk and greet and do all the other stuff that needs to be done there. Good afternoon. God bless all the rest. And hopefully, next week, Wednesday, I'm going to catch you all. Eight WR three one Chris eleven hour and six months. You pass my back to you, sir. Thank you, thank you, folks. That's the man. He drinks a lot of coffee, not as much as I, but a lot. That's the coffee guru from Trinidad. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> he drinks coffee. I drink mud. It's a difference. He puts. Uh, 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 haggas or haggas uh, milk in it, and I drink mine uh, black. Two teaspoons of sugar. Hey, Sean, thanks a lot, my man. <laughs> okay, here's what we're gonna do we're gonna see if we can uh, deal with that uh, question uh, right now because we just about finished the first round. And we're going to have Mr. Graham uh, to uh, bring the question. I guess with answering time, uh, he will come back and give the answer. After that, to start off the second round, we'll have uh, a little guest appearance, so to speak, by Mr. Kilo 5, Delta Charlie Charlie. So, folks, we're busy this evening. Without further ado, Gulf Bike Zero Uniform Uniform Bravo.
Welcome back to the coffee nature. I'll turn you loose so you can uh, set up how you want it to run, yada, yada, yada. The Mickey phone is yours. Well, thank you once again, Chris. <laughs> GM0UUB, Graham here in central Scotland returning. You know, I was uh, I was looking through the Guinness World Record book that I've just bought last week, the Guinness World Records of 2020, and uh, I was looking for anything radio-related, and I could only find one thing, Chris, one thing. And that is, there's a chap here in the UK and uh, a Spanish woman uh, in Spain. <laughs> uh, and they have um, uh, they have Bluetooth-enabled teeth implants put into their mouths. And they're calling it Wee Tooth. And when they put pressure on the tooth, it sends a kind of buzzing to the tooth of the other person. Um, so from the UK to Spain and Spain back to the UK, and they speak to each other in Morse code. How cool is that? I mean, I love Morse code, but I hate the dentist, so I don't think that's a route I'll be taking. But uh, I just thought that was kind of cool. And the rest of the book, honestly, people growing their, their fingernails in one hand and or two hands or their feet uh, up to 10 metres, 30 feet long, Man, eh, why? <laughs> and then there's things like, how do you solve a Rubik's Cube um, blindfolded? So you get a Rubik's Cube all mashed up. You're able to look at it for, about, I think it's 20 seconds, and then you get blindfolded. And somebody managed to solve it blindfolded in one and a half minutes. But there's some very, very strange and curious ones in there. So I was just wondering if anybody wanted to say, what would they do to get themselves into the Guinness World Record book? And, uh, you know, it's uh, you can do anything. I mean, honestly, the, the number of things in here is very, very curious, some of the things that people do. Um, uh, there's one about uh, how many straws you can fit in your mouth at the same time, uh, how many toothpicks you can uh, press into your beard. So, so obviously you have to have a beard to qualify for that one. Uh, there are so, so many. So if, if people were out there and they wanted to get themselves into the world record book uh, by Guinness that comes out every year, wonder what they might do. Um, but uh, if you don't want to answer that one, I've been sent another question from Scott. And that is very simply, why do birds fly south for winter? Okay, so if you can't think of something that you want to get yourself into the Guinness world record book, well, you can think of that question. Why do birds fly south for winter. Okay, a microphone back to 8WAR381 Chris, GM0 UUB. There you have it, folks. The big cue for tonight. One with a transmitting tooth, and the next one, why do birds fly south? And that's simple. Because it's getting cold up north. So they come down south to watch the bikinis. <laughs> okay, folks. You all got two cues and uh, two answers. So what we'll do, just before we get back to that, uh, we'll open the doors once again for any general check-ins for the coffee net. 8-W-A-R-381-7-for-11. IRN 610, standing by. 
One more time. Any check-ins, general check-ins, that is, for the coffee net this afternoon, please call net control now. Chris, could I ask a question of you? I would not uh, expect it from uh, anybody else, but from you. <laughs> Mr. Paul, listen. I'm the one supposed to be nosy because I got a big nose. But there you go, trying to outnose me. Gulf One, Sierra, Quebec, Yankee. The Mickey phone is yours. Well, thank you, Chris. It was um, uh, just with, with there being no additional chickens that time that um, I just wanted to ask a question without being too rude, if that's possible. Did we hear from the chap that checked in from Long Island? G1SQY. Uh, yes, sir. We did have a, a check-in from Long Island. I uh, can't recall his call sign right now, but uh, a gentleman from Long Island did check in there, Paul. Oh, okay. Um, then please continue to go ahead and do the sterling job that you're doing. G1SQY. <laughs> hey, great. <laughs> <laughs> a Graham, jeez, one time the, the, the tongue will roll properly and the next time I, I must be, it must be watering for some of that haggis. Hey Graham, listen, do you believe that Paul is trying to suck up, so to speak? Your turn, Graham. Well, you know, half the time, Chris, I don't know what Paul's trying to do whatsoever. But you have to remember, he's a counsellor. Now, <laughs> over here in the UK, you know, he's part of that, uh, uh, you know, well, he's very nearly a politician, you know. He's very nearly a politician. And you know what they're like, especially over here in the UK. I know we're not able to talk about them on the radio, but, uh, oh, man, anyway, there you go. That's all I can say. Back to you, Chris. QSL on that. Okay, let me check with uh, Kilo 5, uh, Delta Charlie Charlie, and, uh, and see if he wants to uh, do that little expose now, or do we go back to, to the queue and then come back to Charlie Denny? Good afternoon once again, sir. Uh, do you want to do your expose now, or wait till after the... Uh, couple of questions microphone to you oh let's do it now not that i have a whole lot to say and based on the lack of questions last week i'm sure there won't be any more questions this week uh i can just update you with uh some changes of course there's always changes in the digicom cafe it seems seems like we're always turning things up and and uh changing things around here rearranging the furniture uh the big thing was that Last Sunday morning, I made the decision to pull my multi-mode system. I shut down the uh, All-Star node in the cloud, which was bridged to DMR and D-Star and Fusion, all that kind of stuff, because it, it really wasn't being used that much. And based upon many comments I've heard over the months we've had it, it appears that most people don't really care for bridging. 
They don't like the idea of having to wait five seconds between overs, and I understand that uh, because of uh, making sure everything drops and resets properly. And if it doesn't, of course, then one particular platform doesn't pick it up, and then they miss the conversation, which is kind of why everybody seems to be moving over here towards the Zello side of things and TeamSpeak. This, this is so much easier, and the audio quality is so much better. So I understand that, and, of course, I'm paying... Uh, a little bit per month for that. It wasn't a big deal, but it was always uh, a hassle, and uh, other people were, were volunteering and donating their time and efforts and computers and data and stuff to make that all happen. So I just decided with the way technology is changing, with uh, the one thing I mentioned last week, the DB switch server, making it easy for people to communicate on all these different platforms without a radio, without a hotspot, and the freedom to go where they want rather than just be locked into one group. Uh, I just thought, you know, I just keep moving with the times. And so we pulled the pin on that, and it is no more. I do have my own all-star note here at home that I've had for a while, and I uh, uh, this week have got that switched over to be able to connect to it with Hamshack Hotline. So I still have that. I have uh, Hamshack Hotline and my uh, K. 5DCC-R repeater Echolink node tied to it. That's kind of part and parcel to All-Star. So now I can go wherever I want. I'm not locked in on just uh, Digicom Cafe stuff. I can try can go to wherever I want because my uh, desire is to uh, uh, maybe record and interview uh, and participate in things that are outside of the cafe, which is just really my own personal experience of ham radio and now with the change in my podcast to being reality radio uh i've got a full full program for today i'm already over an hour with a couple of interviews a satellite feed and uh things like that so it's not going to take much at all to fill up a podcast every day here so that's what i'm doing i dropped the uh, main bridges i still have uh, the 203 DMR Talk Group and TGIF, that's Bridge 2 D-Star, with uh, the kindness of the Alabama Link. Um, Doug Gooden is handling that. I think that'll stay. Uh, Fusion is gone. I'm not doing anything with that anymore. Nobody used it. Uh, seriously, anyway. So, uh, and I still uh, am partnering with uh, the Yacht Group. That's my, my main group. I really like connecting to that and, uh, of course, the IRN. The Yacht uh, definitely is uh, uh, doing a good thing working with young people. We had a great net last night, which could, you can hear in uh, last night's uh, uh, reality radio podcast. Uh, it's, uh, that was a long one last night, too. But if you got the time, at your leisure, check in. Uh, send me some voice comments. Let me know what you think. Maybe tell your story. I'll add you to one of the podcasts in the future. So that's kind of the way I'm moving more. I really want to push the podcast and uh, not so much the bridge network thing that just that was just kind of beating a dead horse and i think many of you might agree in fact uh, rather than have questions maybe you can have people make a comment on on that aspect what do you think is bridging all these technologies worth the time uh, or do you rather just stick with one that you like in a community you like right here on uh, zello and things like that on the voip technologies and in answer to graham's question I was listening to uh, an interview as I was 
putting it together for my podcast. I was hearing that in the background. And that's a that's a pretty easy one, Graham. Why do birds fly south? It's because it's too far to walk, man. <laughs> if you can fly, fly. Why walk? It would take forever. That's my answer. Back to you, Chris. And great job tonight. And uh, greetings to everybody else in the net. And if anybody had any comments about uh, my decision so far I, on Facebook, I have not heard anybody complain. Oh, you took it down. Not a single one. So uh, it could be that everybody thinks, yeah, that's a good idea. I'm kind of curious what everybody thinks. Back to you, uh, Chris. K5DCC. Kilo 5. A Delta. Charlie, Charlie. QSL, sir. Appreciate that. I hope uh, other members that uh, can uh, get around uh, that uh, situation uh, give you uh, some feedback about it. That way you can have a general idea where and what you want to do. Thanks once again, sir, Mr. Denny. And now we go to the question. Well, of course, Goraim, then he done a prophet, his answer. So, Graham, it's your turn to uh, run the queue again, and then uh, you can go ahead and solicit the answers. Gulf Mike Zero, uniform, uniform, bravo. The Mickey phone is yours. Well, thank you, Chris. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's always a terrible thing when the first person that comes on actually gets the right answer. But, uh, you know, that just shows you how smart Denny is because uh, that question actually came from uh, Amy, IRN4187, who is uh, Scott and Claire's daughter, uh, and she's very smart. Uh, she normally outfoxes us all. And we can spend the whole evening debating what she what she's asked us, and uh, by the end of the night, uh, you know, and then the question comes out, and you go, "All oh, right, there you go." So, <laughs> so, uh, so somehow, uh, Denny has aspired to uh, to to reach the uh, uh, the accomplishments of Amy there. That's that's something else. So it means that when we go round again, uh, Chris, um, people are just going to have to talk about the Guinness World Record book and what they would do. To get in there, you know, there's there are there are some really fantastic things uh, that's there, um, and things you can try at home. Now, this is one: um, if you're blindfolded uh, and you've got a bottle of, uh, you know, like a, a small bottle of water in your hand, you blindfold yourself and you try and uh, uh, spin it round. You know, throw it up uh, and catch it again. Throw it up 360 degrees, catch it again. How often could you do that in one minute? Um, you know, the record, as it stands, is 27 times. Now, wouldn't that be fun? Get yourself a bottle of water, just a wee bottle of water, and uh, blindfold yourself and see if you can do more than 27 in a whole minute. And uh, if you can, wow, you can get yourself into the Guinness World Record book. So <laughs> there's, there's lots of things you can try. Um, but... Uh, uh, you know, Chris, I, I just want to ask uh, Denny a, a quick question there. Uh, Denny, you know, when, in, in, in what all you're doing with all the kind of recording um, of uh, people's stories um, and, uh, you know, just 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 everything, well, just everything you're doing, basically, 
Um, but especially, you know, you're, you're recording people's stories, you're recording certain QSOs and nets and different things. I don't know anyone else who's doing that. And so the information that you're holding at this present time in history, you know, um, what's the chances that that actually might uh, become a snapshot of where radio was at this point in history in maybe 10 years' time? When people look back and say, wow, they were debating, was that real radio or not, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, where, where do you think we're going to go in 10 years' time and, uh, and all the stuff that you're pulling together, your story, all the other stories you've got uh, recorded and all the different conversations and QSOs and different things. Um, you know, I think people might refer back to what you're doing and uh, remember it because it is recorded and say, yeah, that's the state of radio at that time. So, um, yeah, I was just wondering if, uh, if Denny thought maybe what he's doing might just make a wee bit of a footprint in the uh, historical times. Uh, back to Night Control, GM0 UUB. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Graham. Uh, Denny, uh, would you care to answer uh, that query from uh, uh, GM0 UUB? The Mickey phone is yours, Dan. Nothing heard from Kilo 5, Delta, Charlie, Charlie. Uh, yeah, Graham, he must have uh, moved you on down to the kitchen. I can smell uh, those burgers being flipped. Okay, folks, uh, we're down to the bottom. Uh, let's see if we can uh, make a call, see if we can add any more to the list. Good evening, folks. General check-ins. Anybody wants, anybody else wants to uh, put their name in the logbook for general check-ins on the coffee net. Please do so now. 8 381 subbing for 11 IRN 610. Standing by. Okay, nothing heard there, so we'll go back to the top of the list. Tango Foxtrot 3, Victor Gulf. Uh, Walter, you said you was in and out, but if by chance you still uh, hanging around, uh, trying to take in uh, a couple of little things, welcome once again to the coffee net, Walter. The Mickey Fridges. Nothing there, so we continue moving on. Alpha Charlie 5, Uniform Bravo. Another in and out, but just to make sure that maybe he might still be listening. Do you have any further comments? The Mickey phone is yours. Nothing there. November 2, Whiskey Delta Sierra. Any further comments, sir? The Mickey phone is yours. Nothing there. Mike 3, X-Ray Yankee Papa. Any further comments? Uh, we know you said he was in and out, but you know how that goes. The microphone is yours. Nothing there, so we keep on trucking. We did not have any uh, short time on mobile traffic, so we get straight down to the general uh, check-ins. Or chickens, don't say a word, Paul. Starting from the top, a Kilo Bravo 1, a uniform 
Bravo. Why did I go to B? It's supposed to be a Peter. Not a Paul now. Mr. Bob, KB1, UPC. I know it's about that time when you're watching the mac and cheese, but <laughs> I tell Barbara, let you loose for just about a minute or so, and uh, you can hustle right back. I think you're running on Aceline, so it will take you uh, long to maneuver around the corner. Hey, Bobby, the Mickey phone is yours. KB1 UPZ returning. You caught me. I just got back, and I just wanted to drop in and say hello again to you, Chris. And thank you uh, for taking care of uh, Sean's net tonight. You're doing a fabulous job. You've got uh, you've got uh, you got the knack, my friend. And the top of the evening to everybody else. I got to go back doing what I was doing though. But I did hear you say something about me, so I had to come back and give you. Um, you know, I shout back to let you know I'm still alive and kicking. Back over to you, Chris, at 8WAR381, KV1UPZ. Thank you, big brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, Graham, you see, as soon as he dropped that Mickey phone, man, he went into overdrive, heading to the wrong table. I can smell the mac and cheese. And he know the boss is hovering around there with a rolling pin, so he ain't got too much of a choice. <laughs> hey, Bobby, be careful. Eat more cheese. Leave the mark alone for now. Next up, folks, Mr. Danny. Kilo 5, Delta, Charlie, Charlie. Danny, you back close the apparatus. Any further comments for the coffee net? The microphone is yours, sir. Uh, it looks like I uh, came back to available just in time. I had to do a little recording here, a uh, little comments, segments, segment comments as I uh, finish up this uh, cafe cast. And if you don't mind, I'm going to use a, a portion of this net and make it part of our uh, reality radio for the uh, for the day here to kind of introduce people to the atmosphere a little bit. I think uh, people might find it very enjoying. Maybe I can bring in some new folks. So uh, other than that, I missed all the conversation. If anybody made any comments, I missed it live. I will go back and listen to the archive of it uh, when I'm done here. But uh, it's hard to do a couple things at the same time here. And uh, I didn't want you uh, bleeding into my recording. So <laughs> anyway, I'm going to sign clear here. Let's say 73, 75. Appreciate you all. Uh, it's a great group here at the International Radio Network. And, Bob, you're doing a great job with your team. Uh, keep it up. Uh, Chris, you ought to do this more often and uh, give our friend Sean a break. I think it's uh, good to get more people involved like that. So uh, the Trinidadians are doing a good job on the coffee net. <laughs> Appreciate you. Back to you, K5DCC. Kilo 5, Delta. Charlie, Charlie. Don't go nowhere too quick, uh, uh, I think. Don't start that recording just yet because uh, Mr. Graham uh, was posing uh, a cue to you or something along those lines. So uh, I would appreciate if you stick around so he can uh, try it again. When he did try it, there was nowhere to be found. Now, Mr. Graham, the Mickey phone is yours. Danny's listening. Well, thank you, Chris. Hey, Chris, much appreciated. 
Hey, no, Denny, you know, I was, uh, you know, I've been listening to uh, the things you do and uh, all, all the, the comments you make, but uh, I, I had a, a quick question there. It wasn't directly related to uh, your uh, uh, what, what your contribution was there. It was a more general one. And that was, I don't know anyone else who is basically taking a snapshot of what radio ham is uh, at this present time than you. Yeah, you're recording uh, people's stories, you're recording nets, you're recording QSOs, uh, you know, and, and everything you've got basically uh, on your system, as in recorded, um, can be, I think, a, a very, very good snapshot of where we are with the radio ham hobby right now. And I'm just wondering, where do you think it's going to go and say around about 10 years time? And do you think, and I think they probably will, do you think people will look back at what you're doing and uh, and all the stuff that you've recorded and they'll say, well, there's a snapshot of where we were 10 years ago and uh, and have a laugh at things like, was that real radio, etc., etc. And uh, people maybe just laugh at it because, like, <laughs> what a silly question. And uh, things just move on. So, uh, so, Denny, I was just wondering about that, but you're doing such a power of work at recording exactly where we are just now. Um, so I just wondered, uh, do you do you recognise that you might be contributing to um, the history books? Round to you, Denny. GM Zero, who you be? Wow, I never uh, never looked that far forward, but uh, that's a very interesting thought. Yeah, ten years from now, what's it going to look like? It's changed so much just in the last five years. Uh, ten years from now, maybe we will be just talking with. Uh, uh, Morse code by using our teeth. <laughs> I don't know. It uh, it is uh, amazing, and uh, hopefully I'll be here ten years from now, and we'll have uh, an immense library of recorded podcasts of, like you say, snapshots of what radio was like uh, today. And it's going to be. I'm going to try and do this almost every day if I can. Obviously, I'll be doing other things from time to time and step away, but. Um, I just uh, I want to be radioactive and in terms of marketing uh, I've been frustrated with trying to do things on social media like Facebook you know Facebook a lot of people realize uh, they 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 kind of throttle back they allow only certain people to see what you're doing you know I've got a thousand people in my Facebook group how many people actually see what I post maybe 20 maybe a hundred if I'm lucky I don't know so I'm thinking, you know, I've got my QRZ page set up with a link to this podcast. Actually, has it embedded in the QRZ page. It has uh, links to the website. And people go there every time I'm active. When I get on the air, when I get on FT8 and not even use my voice, when I do satellite, and when I'm on HF, people look up my call sign, and there they are. Uh, to me right now, I'm thinking that's the best way to market ham radio to hams is to uh, is to be radioactive. And I think, uh, yeah, Zello's fun and I enjoy it, but I'm kind of uh, pulling back a little bit and getting more involved in, in the amateur radio as most of us know it. And that is RF, uh, not internet-based as much, although you can do that on, on internet-based stuff like D-Star and DMR, all that kind of stuff too. But uh, I want to get back on HF. I want to get back on on uh, some of the other digital modes more regularly. And uh, that way people will look up my call sign. They will see what we're about. 
they'll come in and uh, visit our website. They'll see all the marketing I'm doing here for other platforms and other groups like the IRN. Um, they will uh, maybe share that with their young people, their kids, their children, and think, hey, here's a real neat group of people, decent people who uh, are kind and who uh, are there to help. Uh, this is the kind of group that I would want to introduce my child to or my neighbor to. So uh, I think between what we're doing, what the IRN is doing, and what uh, many other groups are doing and different channels on Zello and uh, things like that, uh, if we do our best to uh, just be model ham radio operators, model citizens, world citizens, respectful and kind, I think we're going to draw more people into this hobby. And in 10 years, hopefully we'll see a whole bunch of new hams carrying it on. So I guess that's uh, that's kind of my goal. And I'm doing it because I love doing it. The day I cease to love doing it <laughs> will be the day I quit. But right now I get to use all the things that I've done over the years. And uh, I've got the tools to do it now. And I'm going to just have fun doing it and enjoy the hobby at the same time. So anyway, good question, Graham. Thank you for that. Back to you, K5DCC. Well, K5DCC, Denny, I really appreciate that. No, your your words are very encouraging, and uh, yeah, it's <laughs> you know the thing is you you've got both uh, you know two two wonderful qualities. You've got one uh, your 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 technical understanding of what's going on and your your abilities and everything else, but uh, you know I always uh, know you're a champion of that uh, uh, promoting a, a culture of kindness. You know, with all the respect and the friendship and the fellowship that goes with that. But I know you're a champion of the uh, the culture of kindness, and uh, you know, with with those both combined, man, I'll tell you, that that will make uh, radio a very powerful medium for moving forward, and uh, into the future for connecting people and uh, and doing everything. And I know that's what your vision is. So, uh, no, I really do appreciate it. Just wanted to point that out. So, <laughs> there we go. Thanks so much, Denny. Okay, back to Chris. Eight W E R three eighty one. Thanks for that, Chris. A back to neck control, GM0, UUB. Thank you, gentlemen. That was a little bit uh, interesting, but uh, then it's a little bit beyond my scope because I already decided I really don't want to get up there. Anyhow, moving around on this second round, next up will be Mr. Scott himself, the two Echo Zero Kilo Bravo Zulu. Hey, Graham, you know, uh, Scotty and them don't say Zulu. They say Z, as in zebra. Zulu is in zebra, too, you know. Mr. Scott, once again, your turn, sir. Welcome to the Coffee Net. Mickey phone is yours. And now for our daily devotional by our very own bad boy from Boston, Mellow, K1BAD. Today's daily devotional is entitled, The Bronze Laver, Jesus, Our Mirror. Exodus 30, verses 17 through 19 read, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, You shall also make a laver of bronze with its base, also of bronze for washing. You shall put it between the tabernacle of meeting and the altar. You shall put water in it, and for Aaron and his sons uh, shall wash their hands and their feet in water from it. 
the bronze laver, uh, laver for the tabernacle was located between the altar and the tent uh, before the priest could enter into God's presence a burnt offering or sacrifice for the forgiveness of sin. Then they washed their hands and feet, uh, representing the purity and cleansing that they needed that needed to take place before they could present themselves. And the washing of their hands and feet was significant in that it pictured the necessity of being clean for work and service as well as the holiness of their walk with God. Psalm 1, 1 reminds us, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. The material used to construct the labor was provided by the ministering women who served at the entrance of the tent, as we know from Exodus 38.8. The bronze supplied by them was used for mirrors. Unlike today's glass mirrors, in those days polished brass or bronze was used for mirrors, we know from Job 37.18. What a wonderful picture for them and us of the Word of God and our Lord Jesus Christ to the Word, as we know from John 1.1. 1, 1. The Apostle Paul, in describing how a husband should love his own wife, described how Jesus loved his church in Ephesians 5.25-27. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the Word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. We know from 1 John 1, 9 that Jesus is the one who cleanses us from uh, sin and all unrighteousness. As a priest approached the labor, labor, they saw their own reflection. It was a reflection of their own sinfulness and unworthiness to come before God and a reminder that they needed cleansing. The Word of God serves the same purpose today. Well, we know from 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 that the Word of God in its entirety is profitable for conviction, correction, and direction. James 1 tells us that God's Word is our mirror. It clearly shows us who we really are in light of God's righteousness. James 1, 22 to 25 tells us, but be uh, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks in the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word, this one will be blessed in what he does. Jesus being the word, uh, being the word is also our mirror. Uh, the Word of God tells us that we fall short of the glory of God in Romans 3.23. Hebrews 1.3 tells us that Jesus is the glory of God. Therefore, we fall short of Jesus. For this reason, we must be careful not to measure how well we are doing in our walk with God by how someone else is doing in their walk. Although we're called to be examples for others, the true measure of our walk is to be compared to the perfect Son of God, the Word Himself, our mirror. It is in Jesus that we have forgiveness of sin. It is in Jesus that are that we're righteous before the Father and it is Jesus who cleanses us so that we are presentable before God. Just as a priest were to cleanse their hands and feet, we too as God's uh, holy priesthood that we know from 1 Peter 2.9 must be pure in our doings and, and our walk. This means that it is needful that we read, study, and apply God's word every day so that our thoughts, words, actions, and deeds and walk is in line with what God commands us as his children in Jesus ambassadors, not for our glory, but all for His glory. Today, God extends an invitation to you to accept His free gift of salvation. Will you accept it? Anyone who calls on Jesus by faith and repentance, confessing your sins, will receive eternal life. Do not put off calling on Him. Receive Him and His free gift of salvation today. 
you for visiting and listening to this radio on the Rocks Cafe cast. This podcast can be heard on Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher apps, plus the embedded anchor.fm widget at digicomcafe.com. You can also listen to all of our cafe casts on your Amazon devices by asking Alexa to play radio on the rocks. Now, please stand by for a word from one of our sponsors. Is there somebody that you know that's trying to get their ham ticket? Trying to ham test online. It's easy. There's no drudgery to it. There's no dread to it. And right now you can get the technician exam study guide that's normally $29.95. And right now during this sale price, it's only $19.95. That's right. That's the technical study guide for the tech license for ham test online. Now, let them log into HamTest Online and let them follow the program study guide. They'll get their ticket in a matter of a few days. Right now, the price is reduced to $19.95. So get online. And if you've already got all of your tickets, then ham it forward by buying this study program for someone who's trying and wants to get into ham radio. HamTestOnline.com. That's hamtestonline.com.